This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. And today we're celebrating Father's Day weekend with some places and events for Dear Old Dad. We'll take you to Terra Wildlife Refuge to t- and talk to you about a dirt track in Meridian you might not have heard about, but it is huge. We're going to tell you about that. Uh, we'll also talk about how you can grab a drink at the Mahogany Bar. They have a huge beer selection that's in Hattiesburg. And we'll give you a preview of the State Games of Mississippi that kick off this weekend. You can tell us about any local events going on in your area. Where's your dad's favorite? Favorite place to to go in Mississippi? Where are you taking Dad this weekend? Eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or email next stop at mpbonline.org. We're also on Twitter hashtag next stop ms if you want to uh, converse with us that way. Good morning, Mary Margaret. Good morning, Sharita. Good to see you this morning. I got to see you last night too, though. So that makes my week to Sharita sightings. That's right. Good for you. Uh, that was the third stop on our meet and greet tour. We were at Howl and Miles. It was a great time meeting all the listeners. I uh, had a very interesting exchange with one guy. He walked up to me and he said, I did not picture you would look like this. I said, is this a good direction or a bad direction we're going? And he said, well, I just thought that you were two times bigger. You sound two times bigger than you are. So that was really funny. But uh, he said I was beautiful. So that that was cool. You, you are a big personality <laughs> and a little body. It was really fun for me to be there with you guys for the meet and greet because, you know, I do think of my MPB family as family. But to be yeah. there and really see how much you mean to your listeners, how much you mean to the general public. I was telling Liz when I walked in this morning that, um, you know, as someone who spent most of my career in state government, to see what you guys do day in, day out at MPB, the many hats you wear, this is true public service. So, you know, I applaud you and all the folks in radio. Uh, it's great to work with you guys and just really fun to get out and about with you, share a drink and um, yeah. have some fellowship. Yeah, we had we had a lot of good responses yesterday. We had we had no complaints about programming. Everybody was I love that show and I love that show. So we're really glad that uh, we were able to have some fun with our listeners. And of course, it was at the historic Highland Mounds. It was such a wonderful atmosphere because we were in a back room near the patio, and in another room there were some independent artists playing. And there's no telling what was going on in the back room. So Highland Mounds is huge and just a wonderful venue for the city. I think so. Uh, so, yeah, we have the meet and greet. And our last stop is going to be in Cleveland, and we'll be uh, announcing uh, the time and everything pretty soon. But uh, some more news that we want to share. Uh, James Meredith's March Against Fear is celebrating its uh, 30th anniversary. I think it happened in 1966, and it was a really uh, pivotal moment. You know, he got shot, I think, on the second day of that walk. And, um, yeah, you have some more information yeah, on that. Yeah, that's right, Sheree. This is actually the 50th anniversary of the March Against Fear. And uh, this I coming... can't count. <laughs> that's okay. 1966, that's okay. and I say 30th. Yeah. yeah, wow. I know, 50 years ago, but really still something that's so uh, relevant and, you know, important in our lives. Um, the 50th commemoration of the March Against Fear and the Mississippi Freedom Trail marker unveiling will be uh, this coming Thursday, the 23rd of June, um, on the historic uh, Canton Square. We're going to unveil um, the Mississippi Freedom Trail marker honoring uh, the the Canton movement there at noon that day. But uh, there is a committee that has put together an incredible day-long um, program. It starts at 9 a.m. at Southern Hills Baptist Church. There will be a march uh, to the Madison County Courthouse 
And then uh, the program continues throughout the day. Uh, lots of really incredible uh, speakers uh, lined up for uh, for the morning and, and into the afternoon. And, you know, I just encourage folks, uh, go uh, visit the Canton Tourism uh, website, give them a call. They can share lots of um, good information with you about about this celebration. But really, uh, we're really excited to be a part of it this Thursday um, and have that marker unveiling right there on the Canton Square. And it feels so surreal to just have James Meredith in the midst I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Kroger and I just see him in there walking around and I just want to stop and say something, you know, and he's just, you know, like, hey, you know. a normal person. <laughs> he's very normal, very accessible. Uh, his wife, I, I took some classes under under his wife at Jackson State University. And so I live vicariously through her on Facebook. She's always posting things of him speaking to groups and things like that. So it's just wonderful to still have access to James Meredith. And he still talks about his experiences and he is still fighting, you know, civil rights and his own personal mission and it's really outstanding well it is and he will be speaking uh on thursday as part of the program uh, that'll be thursday evening at, at mount zion church um on at 305 west street in canton he speaks around six o'clock so okay. um you know for folks who are interested please uh do um, call in uh, for more information. You can visit the Canton Freedom House and the Canton Multi- Multicultural Museum. Just make a day of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, another bit of good news. Uh, we're going to be joined online by Philip Rollins, also known as DJ Young Venom. He recently had a ribbon-cutting ceremony for his uh, place. It's called Offbeat, and it is a diverse place. And he's going to tell us about all that it is. It's a comic book store. Uh, it's all You can also get figurines there it's an art gallery a record store uh philip good morning thank you for joining us hey what's up all right should i call you philip or dj young venom what do you want what what kind of mood are you in this morning (laughs) uh you can just call me philip i'm only dj young venom when i'm actually dj okay that's cool well congratulations on the ribbon cutting uh talk to us a little bit about offbeat Uh, it's been open for a while now but you had a huge showing lots of people there to support you at the ribbon cutting talk to us about offbeat and all that is encompassed in the store um well offbeat is like you said, the comic book store, record store, um, art gallery, and we sell designer toys. But in short, um, you can just call it a culture store, basically, because it's just merging all these cultures mm-hmm. and exposing people to everything that what they are about and showing that um, art is really everything that you see and you can't really take it for granted. Um, from comic books to toys to, um, I mean, Music, of course, is all art, a form of art. Somebody has to draw and illustrate and write the comics. Somebody has to um, make the initial design and sculpt to make the toy. So that's all a form of art. And you, people don't really, I think people take it for granted and really overlook it. So we're really just trying to give a place to where people won't say, oh, I'm going to go to Dallas or New Orleans or Atlanta because there's no culture here in Mississippi. There's no alternative culture. It's just uh, watercolor paintings and stuff like that. But no, we have stuff here for a younger generation, for a more modern generation that you'll see in a bigger city. So talk to us about some of the artists' work that you feature. Adrian Dominic is one. I mean, when you walk into Offbeat, there are just these amazing paintings on the walls. Uh, so talk to us about the, the art that you display. All the art that I display is done by more, uh, minority artists in the area. Um, and the reason I chose that is because I was noticing, like, some places um, around the state, they weren't they weren't featuring all these 
any minority artist. And I and I noticed that. And in the city that was 70% black, I thought that was really unusual considering Jackson State and Tougaloo were down the street. And I knew um, it had to be some talented kids in the area. So um, Adrian Dominic was the painter that um, she, her and Justin Ransberg were the first artists I ever showcased. And um, right now I have a photography exhibit up featuring uh, Johnny Coleman, um, Tabby Moyo, Terrell Winters, uh, Nikki Norwood and um, uh, Full of Flavor, uh, Chuck Way, Full of Flavor. So um, they're all photo- It's the first photography exhibit. Um, all of them have, n- except for Tabby, have never displayed their photography work outside mm-hmm. of digital media. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a learning experience for them, and I and a lot of people are seeing their work for the first time. So it's good for them to get exposure in a different medium and also use the gallery to kind of train people to show them that, hey, this is it's more to it than just what you know. So showing them how to, you know, sell their work and display it is all a very important part of that. And um, like with Johnny's work, all this stuff was done. He has an iPro series, which is really interesting, and all this stuff was done on an iPhone or GoPro camera. Mm-hmm. And to see it blown up to that size, I was like, I didn't think he did it with such a, you know, everyday device, but he showed that you can – you can do some pretty amazing stuff with what you have accessible to them. Well, and and Philip, your your store there uh, in in the Midtown neighborhood of of Jackson, um, like we said, is is a lot about pop culture, and so much of what you're doing is connecting this social media world that we live in, but really giving people a physical space to gather. You know, talk a little bit about how um, Offbeat really is a gathering place for young people, really from around the state, because we know people are coming in from outside of Jackson to hear interesting bands, to see um, electronic music, and to shop in your store. Comedy, too. Yeah. <laughs> they have, like, an open mic, yeah. Yeah, we have, um, I'm trying to, well, we, we're kind of utilizing Offbeat store space as a small venue, basically, um, whenever we can. So when we have, um, I want to, what I initially wanted Offbeat to be is a kind of a stopping point. So when we have artists, when artists go to New Orleans or Memphis, they won't skip right over Jackson entirely and possibly stop in and do a, a signing or a meet and greet or something. Um, because it makes no sense for, you know, we're three hours away from Memphis and New Orleans and six from Dallas and Atlanta for artists to just pass right over us all the time. when We would like the true crossroads itself, correct? So, um, it's going to start with the local artists, of course, first, which are very underutilized and, you know, not being showcased enough because there's no true venues that are just showcasing just strictly local talent. And um, I want to change that and hopefully exposing more people to that. They'll come to the shows, giving them an outlet to sell their music because we're the only local record store in the area, so they can bring in their CDs if they want to. It's going to be, you know, one of those things that people need to kind of, you know, gather around a place like that. Comic book shops and record stores are normally known as gathering places. Um, but I want to make it accessible for everybody because I knew, I knew growing up, I noticed that women and girls, they were like kind of shunned away because they were like either ostracized or being made fun of for reading certain things or liking certain music. But we, we don't do that at all. We want to make sure that everybody is welcome no matter what race, creed, or sexuality, you have a place that you can come hang out, chill, use the Wi-Fi, drink a soda, whatever, and uh, feel comfortable. Um, and that's, 
I especially express that with the comic book book club that we have um, and we meet once a month on us once every third Sunday for that. Well, you had me at free Wi-Fi, so I'll definitely be stopping by uh, pretty soon again. Well, Venom, thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning. And let us know where folks can, can find more or see more about Offbeat. Is it on Facebook or a website? Um, you can uh, find our website at offbeatjxn.com or follow us on Instagram, especially, to see what we have coming up next, whether it's uh, new items in the store at offbeatjxn. And uh, you can follow me at DJ Young Venom um, if you want to hear me ramble some more on it on Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> That's great. Well, and you know, and this is how we fight brain drain in Mississippi. We offer spaces for young people to exhibit their work, spaces for people to have conversations, and a place for people to celebrate our culture that's that's like, you know, Philip said, it's not just, you know, watercolors and hoop skirts. We've right. got a lot of <laughs> pop culture in Mississippi. Uh and and that's that's what we're celebrating now is our current legacy. So thank you for all you're doing. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. All right, Venom, thank you so much. All right. All right, that was Philip uh, DJ Young Venom Rylands. Uh, Offbeat is a record store. It's an art gallery, a comic shop, and a figurine collector's paradise. So a really neat venue in Jackson if you're ever in the area. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk about some places and events that you can take your father to in Mississippi. We'll talk about Terra Wildlife uh, coming up in just a moment, the Mahogany Bar in Hattiesburg, and also a dirt race car track in Meridian. All those things are coming up. 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. Today we're celebrating Father's Day weekend with some places and events for dear old dad. And we're going to get started with Terra Wildlife. And we're joined on the line by Mark Bowen, Sales and Marketing Director. Good morning, Mark. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, I tell you what, uh, Tara there is just um, a huge combination of things to do there uh, for dad, for mom, for the kids as well. So let's start first by telling us uh, where Tara is in relation to Jackson. Yeah, we're at um, about 30 miles northwest of Vicksburg on the Mississippi River at Eagle Lake, Mississippi. Okay. So uh, talk to us about some of the events um, and the amenities that, that people can engage in um, at Terra. I know it's a huge place for like deer and turkey hunting. Is that one of the more popular things there? Yeah, we, we have the luxury of having a, um, a great spot here on, in Mississippi. It's, um, archery hunting is big here. It's big around the state, and we're glad for it. But, um, you know, it's, it's funny that, you know, you're trying to think of things to do for for Father's Day, and it's about getting outdoors, and, and certainly we have archery hunts, and, and we also have um, fishing memberships available, but there's some cabin and lodge rentals, and, and that's, you know, the typical place where you find a great, great um, gas grill, and old dad can show how much he can cook. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so talk to us more about that the the scenery surrounding those cabins and lodges. Lodges. I understand you have like a lot of uh, forest area and a lot of greenery just to kind of take your mind yeah. off things. Yeah, it's um, approximately ten thousand acres um, with about 
five or six miles of river frontage on the Mississippi River, and it's a great place. But, you know, there, there's a couple of, a couple of things we do that are coming up, and, and they're really unique ideas, and, and, I'm, and I struggle myself sometimes with, with, with how my, my kids can give me something for Father's Day. So I got two good ideas, and, and one is, and you got to listen to this carefully, you got you tell the kids or mom tells the kids to go to the, to the closet in the back of the back corner of that closet and get the worst old running sneakers that he has and be sure and get you some new shoelaces because on August 13th of this year coming up, we got a, an event. It's a 5K run, and for us, who, us dads who, uh, us people out there that don't know much about metric, that's a 3K race. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so what this does, and we wanted to do, do some family events, and it's all about getting kids and moms and dads outdoors, but um, this tomahawk tromp is what we call it. And um, so what they do, it's uh, throughout the route, they'll throw a tomahawk and they'll throw a spear and knives and then uh, they'll come to different stations and have a sh- they'll shoot marbles with a slingshot and a 22 rifle and an archery but and then this is where the shoestrings the new shoestrings come into place you got to lace those shoestrings around those old shoes and tie them tight because the next thing they do is they go through a sloppy slough and and in the mud hole and you got to got to make it out without without losing your shoes and uh then uh, a little swim here and and um and if they're tied tight they they get to they get to keep them on so that's a big event that we do wow third annual event <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun so you've got some little stations along the run you're not just you know looking towards the the finish line the whole time right, right. And, you know and you can walk or run it and it's going to be family family groups or you know, family teams or individuals. Well, and Mark, speaking of families, you do have several summer camps uh, for youth. Is that correct? Yes. We're in the middle of our um, second camp right now, finishing up shortly, and then um, we'll have a couple, three or four more throughout the summer. Well, that sounds really good. Um, And I wanted you to talk just a little bit about, um, for those folks who want to visit Terra. For corporate events and business meetings, I mean, it's it's such a huge faci- facility. Is it even uh, available for like family reunions and things like that? Right. We we have family reunions. We have church groups, men's groups. Um, we've had a couple of field trips from local schools and schools around the state. And because of that conference center, it's a unique unique place to have a meeting where you're not interrupted interrupted by honking horns and police cars sirens going off. Um, it's a very productive place, and because of that, that conference center, we also can offer, um, you know, little little gatherings for, and we have weddings, and um, um, and in some of those cabins that we have around the property, they're they're for the smaller groups, but um, and t- in total, we have probably have about 70 beds. Wow. wow. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, well, did you have any uh, other thoughts for fathers that are going to be visiting Terra pretty soon? Uh, any closing thoughts? Yeah, um, we have another event on August 27th, which is our Nature Weekend. It's a Mississippi River Nature Weekend, and we, because people want to get out, we have a couple of events throughout the the season. One is the spring birding, and this one in August is a wading bird um, migration coming through, and 
it's uh, it's a great way to get outside and um, and see the outdoors. Uh, in the spring event, we probably identified over 80 birds, 80 different species. You know, and most of us just know what a a red bird, green bird, blue bird <laughs> is. But um, so you can go out. And another idea is go out to the to um, some of the the great um, nurseries around the state and get some bird identification books and give that to dear old dad and let him um, freshen up and then come visit us. All right. Sounds good. Well, Mark, where can people go to find more information or to, to book a tour or something like that? Sure. It's our, our website is uh, terrawildlife.com and um, we're on Facebook or email us at terra at terrawildlife.com for some any information, we'll be happy to help. All right. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, and, and want people to, to watch the Visit Mississippi website and Facebook page because you'll get a sneak peek of what all's going on at Terra Wildlife. We've got a, a new campaign coming out called Like a Local, and we're featuring Gilbert Rose. He's the president and an executive director of Terra. So uh, very soon, by the end of the month, you'll be able to see a, a short story featuring uh, Mr. Rose and everything about Terra Wildlife. Sounds good. And if you're wondering, that's Terra spelled T-A-R-A. If you're uh, trying to look for that on the internet. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to transition now to the Mahogany Bar in Hattiesburg, and we're joined on the line by Dusty Frierson, who is the general manager. Dusty, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, how long has the bar been open? Uh, the Mahogany Bar has been open since 1987. Wow. I honestly didn't know it had been open that long. Well, yeah, yeah uh, we've got quite a few decades, almost three decades now, so yeah, yeah, because that's my age. So, yeah, we're almost three decades together. Um, so talk to us a little bit about uh, the transition. At, at some point, there were some limits on the kinds of beer that could be served in the bar. And I understand that at one point there was a game changer uh, for the Mahogany Bar when you were able to uh, expand your beer list and the types of beer that you could sell. Yeah, you know, about uh, almost uh, four years ago now, we had the... Uh, the, the law change from uh, having beers that were a cap on alcohol percentage was 6%, and uh, they changed that per, uh, percentage cap to 10% uh, ABV, which is uh, which was huge for us. We were able to get a lot more beers from around the country and uh, that were – you know, not huge alcohol bombs, but, you know, th even things that were 6.5% that we couldn't get before. So it was a just a game changer for all of Mississippi, I think, and uh, what we were able to, to bring in and the products we were able to offer, and certainly for our bar. And so we, were, we took that opportunity to add a lot more draft beer and really put the focus on beer that we had always wanted to but really weren't able to do at that point. Mm. Well, and it seems like you've done a great job of curating that selection. Um, in 2015, Draft Magazine named you guys one of the top 100 best beer bars. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge honor. You know, it's uh, we're we're proud to represent uh, the state on that list, and uh, you know, it's a uh, it's something that we're really excited about, and we we try to keep progressing the the beer program uh, forward every day. And you know, we're just all that credit just goes to we've got a we've got a community that supports our beer program, and we've got a staff that is just really excited about learning about every, you know, we probably change about eight beers a week and 
there clamoring to find out all that they can about it so that they can tell our guests more about what beers we have to offer. So, yeah. So where does your inspiration come from uh, when you're trying to discover these new beers to offer? What kind of research and, and consultation and things like that go into it? I just There's always just a, we look a lot at the aforementioned uh, draft magazine, you know, kind of keep up with what's coming out there. Uh, beer advocate, places that we can look like that. And I owe a lot of credit. Uh, I feel like I got my beer education and a lot of our staff members, certainly our managers, from a, uh, a serious, serious beer bar in New Orleans called Avenue Pub, uh, run by uh, a lady named Polly uh, Watts, who is just uh, has curates a phenomenal beer list. So uh, that's been a place that we can kind of draw some, see what the the cutting edge. I mean, she's got a bar that's the cutting edge of America uh, as far as beer bars go. So we've been able to kind of. Uh, see what's on the forefront there, some things that we haven't gotten in Mississippi yet, but we hope to soon. Well, and, and talk a little bit about the forefront of, of beer and food. I mean, it's not just, uh, you know, a, a draft beer and pretzels anymore. It's, it's a whole lot more than that. So talk a little bit about how food plays into uh, your beer selections there. Yeah, we feel like that's one of the things that, uh, one of the strong points of Mahogany Bar is that we have, you know, we have a great, food menu in place and uh obviously kind of uh you know based a lot on seafood because we're we're a sister restaurant of crescent city grill so uh, we try to pair a lot of uh beers that go well with all of our food and part of that is picking beers that go um, well with seafood but also just trying to we try to curate a whole list that we're running the gamut for everything uh whether it's you know People want to try some dark beers with things that typically uh, they would eat, you know, drink light beers with seafood, but, you know, try to mix it up a little bit. We've got a, uh, we've got the whole gamut there for it. Well, and what I like about you guys is, you know, we're, we're talking about like very interesting, innovative beers, but you're not too good for the, you know, the good old Miller High Life, you know, you can still go in and get a good domestic. That's right. We, uh, we actually have a, uh, actually have a lot of fun. We, we do some, uh, some PBR tall boys and uh, Coors Banquet and and a lot of Miller High Life ponies. Uh, we actually talking about uh, food pairings. We actually do a late night uh, breakfast where we uh, pair it with a, a little High Life pony. So yeah, we're uh, we love the craft beer scene, but we're uh, we like the good old school stuff too. Well, you're probably going to get a lot of beer enthusiasts uh, in the house this weekend since it's Father's Day. Do you have any kind of uh, special menus planned for Father's Day? Are you ex- expecting a huge crowd? Oh, we're always hoping for big crowds on these uh, these special days, and hopefully Mahogany Bar will be that kind of place. Uh, we feel like it's a good place for uh, for dads. You know, we've got uh, we'll have some food features, uh, certainly some steak specials, and then uh, we've got a couple of new beers that we released this week. Uh, one that's uh, certain to bring out the crowd. Uh, Southern Prohibition, our local brewery here in Hattiesburg, has released their Susie Smash, which will. Uh, certainly bring some people in it's the first time out this year again so uh we've got uh we've got that of course one of the good things is we've also got a lot of uh whiskey and bourbons and rye that we offer so people don't just have to drink beer although we we'd love for them to there's some other offerings there too and uh and we always offer flights so it's a good time for you know dads or anybody else that can come in and say hey what's what's new on the wall and can i taste these four beers and and we'll put together a flight for them Oh. Right, and a flight is tell tell us what what the flight is exactly. 
yeah, we kind of let people, you know, we don't have a flight menu, but we're always encouraging people, hey, if you want to try three beers, we'll put together three for you if you want to try four or five. So what we're doing is we're trying to pour, you know, uh, four-ounce beers. So if you're having four, uh, four-ounce beers, you're having a pint, you know. So it offers people a chance to try multiple beers without, uh, you know, without having to drink four four pints, you know. So you can mm-hmm. drink some of these higher alcohol beers and, and, uh, and try multiple things without, you know, having to having to stumble out sure and you know like with the weather as it is now i mean i don't think i could drink a full chocolate stout that may be just too much (laughs) for me with the 110 degree you know heat outside but a four ounce taste is really nice to be able to to decide if hey next time i'm at the grocery store at a local uh beer beer shop you might want to pick some up for you know consumption at home so it's nice Mm -hmm. that you have that service yeah that's a perfect example you know these uh big, huge beers in the summer, or just, you know, beers that are a little off the wall. You know, last week uh, we had a uh, a peanut butter uh, chocolate stout, which was a, which is a really cool beer, but it's unlikely that people are going to drink, you know, two pints of that so they can get this little taste of something that's very interesting without committing uh, to that particular beer. Okay. Well, and, you know, I haven't tried any of these sour beers, but apparently that's a big trend right now. Mm. I'm so glad you brought that up. I was, uh, that's one of our, we have a staff that is just crazy for sour beers and have been for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, three years ago, we couldn't get any in the state. So we would have a, you know, a manager would bring some back from New Orleans or something and just let the staff taste it. And they were going crazy for them. So now, I mean, it's one of the, that's the hottest seller in mahogany bar. If we get a keg of a sour, it's, it's probably going within the two days. In fact, we just got a brand new uh, sour in uh, from Tallgrass, which is a brewery in Manhattan, uh, Kansas. Um, that's called uh, Raspberry Jam, and it is really tart. And uh, we've got a lot of big fans of it already, but it won't be there long. Wow, I, I like the sound of that Raspberry Jam, and I'm not—I'm not even a, a beer person. I'm afraid of getting a beer belly, so I kind of stay away from it. But uh, sounds really good, Dusty. Uh, hopefully, you guys will have a big turnout and uh, lots of support this weekend. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, do you have a website you want to share uh, for more information? Uh, you can check out Mahogany Bar uh, on Facebook. Is where we uh, put most of our information on. You can see our beer list there. There's a uh, a link to beermenus.com, which will take you uh, to see our current draft list, and that's the best place to get information. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for joining us, Dusty. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and if you're in the Hattiesburg area this weekend, uh, Festival South is is closing up with a huge concert featuring Sandy Patty. She's talked of as the voice of Christian music. This is her only concert on her Forever Grateful Tour that includes an orchestra. That's this Saturday night, the 18th at 7.30. um, And tickets are still available at festivalsouth.org. Sounds good. 877-MPB-RING is the number. If you want to join us, let us know about any local events going on in your area this weekend. Or tell us where's your dad's favorite place to go in Mississippi. 877-672-7464. Or email next stop at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio.
MPB Think Radio is your voice for Mississippi. If you or your community has an event coming up and you'd like help spreading the word, send us an email You've got mail. to PSA at mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. And today we're celebrating Father's Day weekend with some places and events for Dear Old Dad. We talked about the Terra Wildlife Refuge and we talked about Offbeat. And we'll, we'll still have a lot of things to uh, talk about this morning. The barbecue cook-off in Hernando we'll get to in just a moment. We'll tell you about the State Games of Mississippi. 877-MPB-RING is the number. If you want to join the conversation, let us know. Where is your dad's favorite place? place to visit. If you are a dad, tell us where you like to go uh, to get away. 877-672-7464. Or if you want to let us know about any local events going on in your area, we'd love to hear from you this morning. We do have a few lines open. We're going to go now to Doug Francis, who's going to tell us about the 8th Annual DeSoto Shrine Club Barbecue Cookoff. Doug, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning to you. Oh, very, very good to be here. So we know that Pretty much every man thinks he's the best barbecuer in the world. So it just makes sense to have a cook-off and kind of stroke all these egos. But I, I know some women that barbecue very well, too. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the cook-off. It's been dubbed the state championship of barbecuing in Mississippi. How did you guys get that that title? Well, that's due to, we're franchised through the Kansas City Barbecue Society out of Kansas City, Missouri. And we have... We use the Kansas City Barbecue Society guidelines to put on a contest. And in this contest, these teams are awarded trophies and a, a little bit of prize money to go with it for an incentive to come out and compete. Uh, these teams, we today, presently, uh, for this contest, well, I think we've got around 44, 45 teams booked, and they're, they're still pulling in today because, really, the competition will be tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a chief cooks meeting this evening and uh, from about six to seven o'clock and then they're good to go. They can fire up the grills and go at it. Mm. Uh, these, these teams compete. And we're uh, we're uh, doing four categories that they're actually cooking. They're going to do uh, chicken and then they're going to do pork ribs and they're going to do pulled pork. And the hard one for them to do and do well at is uh, beef brisket. So They've got their hands full. These cooking teams, most of them are going to be up all night long, around the clock, you know, you know, checking the temperatures on the meat, uh, making sure that they've got a good quality product to compete with tomorrow. And uh, we've got about uh, 57 judges that are coming in in various capacities to help us judge the contest. And each of these judges have been certified through the Kansas City Barbecue Society Judges School. So it's all an even playing field. It's our blind judging is some of the best food on earth. We, uh, you know, we kind of have a saying in the KCBS Society. It's all about the food, and uh, really it is. It's some of the best barbecue in the world, and we have some of the top KCBS teams in the Southern United States competing here here today. Um, this event, like I say, we've got other things going uh, going on other than just watching. Uh, you know, barbecue cookers cooking. Like I said, these 44 teams, they're a hospital. Some of the best people on earth are barbecuers. And uh, you can come by, visit with the teams, talk to them, pick your favorite team out, hang out with them while they're cooking, and try to try to get some secret tips for your home barbecue cooking. Some of these guys are 
really do some some trick type stuff to uh, <laughs> put out a quality product. But we've got a live band that's going to be performing tonight. Uh, we've got some uh, uh, carnival type games for the kids. We had a limited arts and crafts show. We got a few products that are going to be here for sale to the public. Uh, Saturday we've got a car show and. Uh, uh, it's we're expecting all kind of cars to come down and, and compete in there. Just kind of open uh, to anyone that wants to bring an antique or a hot rod or something really nice or old. Uh, when you put a car in the car show, you just bring it in, and everybody in the car show gets in free. Uh, well, Doug, I'll it, tell you, I've, I've been a judge in a barbecue competition before, and while that sounds okay. very glamorous, it is hard work. Well, it is. You have to. You have to. <laughs> You have to enjoy eating to be a judge to begin with. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you don't always get the best of the best to, to judge. These, any of these teams, the worst team that competes could probably uh, outcook me or the average person here, but they're in some, some really, really tough competition. But what I wanted to add to everybody, uh, anybody 12 years old and younger can come in free, and anybody that's over you know, 13 years old or grown on up now, they, uh, $5 at the gate admission. And that kind of helps us. And uh, in the Shriners, we have kind of two pools of money. Uh, this fundraiser that we're doing this weekend is the only fundraiser that the Soda Shrine Club puts on that is what we call a fraternal fundraiser. We've got a 53-acre property where we're putting this contest on, and we have to keep these grounds up. And we've got mowers and tractors, and we do this one fundraiser. And all the money for this, none of this is to help the Shriners Hospital for Children. The other fundraisers we do every month, and we're out doing paper drives and different things for the Shriners. We take care of our 22 hospitals. Mm. Um, this event, like I say, no, none of the proceeds from this event can be deducted as a charitable contribution. Um, but the rest of the stuff we do through the year, what this does, it helps the Shriners out so we can concentrate totally on taking care of our children. That's, uh, like excellent. Said, um, yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent, Doug. Uh, uh, the Soda Shrine Club, we're a club out of the Wahhabi Shriners out of Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Uh, familiar with that place. Uh, yeah. We've got the uh, Wahhabi Shrine Center in Jackson right off I-55. And we're a satellite club of Wahhabi Shriners. And we're part of Shriners International. And a lot of people don't know this, but uh, like I said, we have 22 hospitals that we maintain. And we treat uh, cleft palate, we treat burn patients, uh, children up to 18 years of age. And if they're, uh, you know, if we're in treatment and they turn over 18, we just don't cut them loose. We'll treat them into as far as, uh, you know, as we have ability to treat them. Well, Doug, that's uh, that's really, really good to, to hear. And uh, we appreciate all that, that you're contributing uh, to the patients and everything. And the the uh, competition sounds really fun. I know it's going to uh, be a great success. And uh, we we certainly appreciate you coming on this morning, Doug. Well, I'd appreciate it very much and invite everybody. We've got a live band tonight. and love to see everybody come out for Father's Day. Grab your father up and bring him out. He'll have a good time, I promise. All right. Sure thing. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, Thank there's there's more information about the 8th Annual DeSoto Shrine Club Barbecue Cook-Off at SoDeSoto.com. All right. Well, we're going to go to our final break. When we get back, uh, we'll tell you about a dirt trek, and it's really, really big. It's in Meridian, and uh, Rodney is on the line to talk with us about that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll also let you know about the State Games of Mississippi. 877-MPB-RING is the number. If you want to let us know about any local events going on in your area, Father's Day themed or not, 877-672-7464. This is Think Radio on MPB. It's a long, long time. 
The new MPB Public Media app is available now. Watch MPB TV, listen to MPB Think and Music Radio, and stay in the know with MPB News. Search for the MPB Public Media app in the App Store and Google Play stores today. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Britt here with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. Today we've been celebrating Father's Day weekend and letting you know about some places and events for dear old dad to visit with in the state. Now we are joined on the line by Rodney Wing, who is the owner and promoter of Wide Not Sports Motor Park, um, Wide Not Motor Sports Park in Meridian. Uh, Rodney, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. All right, so uh, go ahead and set the scene for us. I've been on the website, and I see this big, huge dirt track, and uh, you've said that people are even more impressed when they see it in person. So tell us a little bit about what's in the sports park. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, one thing I do want to mention to start with here, I was, I was listening to the uh, to the preview deal there talking about Father's Day. We actually we race every other weekend throughout the season, and okay. this weekend coming up, I mean, you know, this Saturday coming up is is our off weekend, so we'll be back in action the next Saturday on the twenty fifth will be our our next event. Great, but yeah, we we have uh, we have you know a, a big facility like you said there. You can check it out at whynotmotorsportspark.com. And, uh, of course, on Facebook, the same thing. We always, uh, you know, have a lot of updates and stuff on, on Facebook and on the website as well. But, the um, you know, people think of a dirt track that's never been to it and think of something along the lines of a rodeo or something, you know, just that's not real uh, spectator-oriented, I guess, you know, a small-scale deal. But uh, I was telling you the other day, we have uh, sometimes uh, events that we pay out uh, nearly $100,000 in a weekend. And, uh, so, and, you know, have 200 race cars show up. And some of those cars are from, you know, from all over uh, the United States. We've had them win from Iowa and uh, different states like that that have been here. So, I mean, we, we, one time we had, I think, uh, 17 states represented at one time at our track. So, uh, wow. you know, it's a, it's a very big deal. We have, uh, you know, it's a similar atmosphere of like a high school football game. It's uh, you know, very family oriented. All our front straightaway grandstands. We uh, we don't allow drinking on the front side at all to keep it real family friendly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, for your partiers, your tailgate guys that want to have a, have a beer or whatever, you know, you can bring your own beer and pick up. And uh, you uh, the back straightaway is the tailgate, and we have bleachers back there as well. Um, and that's you know for the party crowd, we allow drinking and stuff there. Now, and, Rodney, uh, so, t- t- I'm man. sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, we just we just it's something for everybody, you know, and it's very entertaining. We have a loyal group that comes out with us every weekend, and you know, we have anywhere from, you know, a thousand to five thousand people a weekend, you know, out there. Some of our people, wow. of course, bigger than others, mm-hmm. and uh, the um, we have a good one coming up on the twenty fifth, and uh, you know, it's our mid season championship, so we'll have race cars from all over, and then we have. Uh, we cut off the lights during intermission for 30 minutes. It's one of the best fireworks shows you'll ever see. A lot of people say it's better than, better than in anything like, uh, you know, like the city puts on or some of the real expensive ones. But ours is uh, right there at our speedway. We cut the lights off, and we have a professional group out of Tennessee that comes in and puts them on. And the Red Fireworks Barn uh, sponsors us our fireworks. They're out there around Vinville. Uh, by Southeast High School, and uh, they sponsor us our fireworks, and they put on a heck of a show. It, uh, it, that uh, sounds fun. Everybody <laughs> brags about that. 
Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I know that a lot of people are probably familiar with sort of the NASCAR style of racing on asphalt, but why is dirt track racing so much fun? Well, it's, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it's in your blood. That's where, that's where NASCAR started, you know, it was right there. And a lot of the, a lot of the drivers that, uh, that come back, uh, Ken Schrader's raced at our track, Kenny Wallace has, and you know, a lot of the guys that are NASCAR drivers still have dirt cars and, and, uh, enjoy doing that. We've had Tony Stewart raced out there before. And so it's, uh, it's, uh, they all love it. It's, uh, you know, you get sideways and, on asphalt uh, racing, you kind of take what you can get. The track's the same every lap. Everything's just uh, everything's just kind of laid out for you, paved for you, if you will, you know. And so you just kind of take what you can get as a race car driver and just drive around in circles. Well, the dirt is constantly changing. You know, it's always, uh, you know, different parts of the track are drying out and getting slicker, and different parts of the track still have moisture and Around the outside of the track is the dirt's being thrown up there. The dirt that piles up out there, we call that a cushion. And uh, different times in the night, that thing, the outside's really fast. You can lean on that cushion and really go around there fast, or you can slow down and dive to the bottom and slide up in front of people. You know, and so it's a, it's a real complex deal. So the drivers love it, and it really, really lends itself to put on a great show for the fans. And, you know, it's a real, real nice spectator sport. Wow. Well, Rodney, we really, really appreciate you coming on this morning and uh, hope the event goes well. Uh, I hope to get out there at some point. It sounds really fun. Uh, for more information, folks can go to whynotmotorsportspark.com. And this, uh, this uh, track is in Meridian. It sounds really fun. All right, we have a few minutes left, literally a few minutes, to talk about the state games of Mississippi. Uh, Kralisha is on the line with us. Kralisha, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Hey. Good morning. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? Doing very well. And we literally just have a couple minutes. So could you tell us what the state games of Mississippi are and when everything is going to be happening? Well, the state games are going on right now. We're an Olympic-style amateur sports festival. We host 38 sports around the state of Mississippi. We're headquartered in Meridian, Mississippi, but we do host in many other cities. Um, right now, we're getting set up for the opening ceremonies. We're going to have a parade of athletes in downtown Meridian, Mississippi, and a huge fireworks celebration and the lighting of the cauldron. So if anybody has time to get over to Meridian tonight for that celebration, they should. Well, and that lighting of the cauldron really is a torch run like the Olympics. I, I know you've it been, really it, the torch has been through several Mississippi towns already. It has. We've been running all around the state, and we're looking forward to the torch running into downtown Meridian tonight and getting that cauldron lit up. The games have already started, but we're definitely celebrating the opening ceremonies tonight. So who's competing in these games? Or do we have uh, veterans or amateurs or what? Um, yes, it is amateur style. Anyone of all ages, we have sports for everybody from canoe kayak to archery to masters and youth swimming. We've got something for everybody. All ages are welcome and all levels of expertise. And Kerlisha, how many folks are you expecting to see come into Meridian this weekend for the state games? Thousands. We're, we have hundreds of soccer teams that are in town right now for the big soccer tournament as well as other sports too. And we expect about a crowd of about 8,000 people downtown on the City Hall lawn tonight. Wow. Wow, that's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> it's big. It's a very fun event. I really encourage anyone that hasn't come. You don't need to have a family member that's participating or you don't have to be an athlete yourself just to come down and enjoy the opening ceremonies. But like I said, if you want to get involved in a sport, you don't have to be a professional either. Just come out and have fun and maybe win a medal. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, Carlisha, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, can you remind us of the website and where people can go to find more information? Yes, you can download entry forms on stategamesofms.org.
All right. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, good luck to you. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on. It really will be. Thank you. All right, that's gonna wrap us up. All right, Mayor Margaret, so you got some ideas now. Uh, you can take take your take Barry to the dirt track and then take him. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Take him to get some beer. Yeah, no. I, one of the best Father's Days we ever had. My dad won a barbecue cooking competition. So wow. I have to say, you know, there, there's a lot to be said for dear old dad and the grill. So you know some of those recipes now, right? I do. Good. And you're empty-handed today. Wow. <laughs> I'm expecting some barbecue in here next Friday. Uh, that's gonna wrap us up here. Our next stop. Mississippi Sam Wells was our producer and our wonderful intern was our call screener. Uh, Stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio. Underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Information on how to make good health a family affair is available at bcbsms.com. I want to start off this time around with a forecast for our neighbors along the coast and in Biloxi. The National-